When you update your Mac this fall to macOS Catalina, you'll find that iTunes is no longer on your dock. This past week at Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, or WWDC for short, Apple previewed some updates that will be coming this fall to an iPad, iPhone, Apple Watch, and Mac near you. The removal of iTunes has been a long time coming. So here's a brief history of how iTunes went from revolutionizing the music industry to adware. The story starts in the 90s. Personal computers and home internet are on the rise. The Walkman was becoming a thing of the past, being replaced by MP3 players. Suddenly, the digital age of music was here. At this point, record labels were not offering their music for online download. Instead, people turned to illegal sites like Napster for music. Along came Apple with Steve Jobs back at the helm. Seeing the issue with the music industry, he jumped into action. In 2001, Jobs unveiled two new products. At the beginning of the year, he unveiled the device that could put a thousand songs in your pocket, the iPod. It was a revolutionary device that became the standard for MP3 players of the future to come. By the end of the year, Apple released iTunes, a place to manage your music for both your Mac and your iPod. And since then, Apple has exploded in features. The app has gained support for streaming podcasts, buying and watching TV shows and movies, buying and listening to audiobooks and music, as well as subscribing to Apple Music. On top of all this, being a place to manage and sync your iTunes content to an iPod. Meanwhile, on iOS, as Apple offered each of these new services, they create an individual app for each. Music can be found in the Music app, Podcast in the Podcast app, Audiobooks and Apple Books. Unlike on iOS with all of its services spread out, iTunes on the desktop tried to do it all. Because of this, iTunes has become a struggle to use. It's no longer as intuitive and simple as it once was now that it is juggling hundreds of different features and services. It was no longer a simple music app, but now bloatware. Apple announced at WWDC that they will be discontinuing the standalone iTunes app in favor of three new apps, Music, TV, and Podcast. It appears that Apple will be using the same interface as found on the iPad. In the Music app, you can listen to music purchased from iTunes and CDs or Apple Music if you're a subscriber. You can also manage and buy music from the iTunes store. Podcasts will be for all your podcast needs. And then finally, the TV app is where you can find, buy, and stream movies and TV shows. For the most part, each of these apps will look and work exactly like their iPad counterparts. As for other previous iTunes features, audiobooks can be purchased and listened to in the Apple Books app. And if you sync your iPad or iPhone to iTunes, you will find your device in the sidebar of a Finder window as an external device. By clicking on the device, you will be given the same options that used to be in iTunes. It's sad to say goodbye to the music app that brought music into the digital age in 2001, to the clunky app that it is today. Now it's time to wait and see if these new apps will fill the void created by iTunes. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, and go to appleguideweb.com to read more on this and many other topics. Be sure to check out our YouTube page where you can watch this video more, and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to stay up to date with all the things happening here at Apple Guide. Thanks for listening.